0: This episode comes with a warning. There may be upsetting content for some of you because I will be mentioning abuse. I'm not going to be getting into the details of the abuse, but the fact that I'm mentioning it might be upsetting, and therefore you can choose to listen or not listen. Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I so appreciate it. As we move our way up the energy system of your chakras, I want us to take a pause and consider two of the organs that are affected by their placement near the solar plexus and the next chakra that we're going to get into, the heart chakra. I know we haven't spoken about the heart chakra that much yet. Just in mention, passing mention. The heart chakra is in line with your true heart, but it is actually center in your body. So straight across in the center of your body is where the heart chakra is. But between the solar plexus and the heart chakra are your liver and your lungs. And these are organs where I take pause. I hope you enjoy our time together in that it fulfills a greater understanding in yourself about how you may be co-directing your life or what may be happening to keep you from your power in the solar plexus or your ability to give and receive love in your heart chakra. If you're surprised that we're stopping at the liver and lungs, I'm really surprised. Why? Because I took my meditation time this morning to really soak in the energy of the heart chakra. So I was going into that space that's all light and love. And what came up was anger. And I was like, what? And I kept trying to push it away. (laughs) Push it away, push it away. I'm trying to go to the heart. And it kept coming up, the anger, anger, anger. And I was like, wow, what is this about? What is this about? In Chinese medicine the liver is where we store anger and the lungs are where we store grief and when i put my hands on people when i'm doing reiki sessions these are the two areas that i always check out because i am often uncovering some a reservoir of sometimes ancient anger and ancient grief or anger and grief that is stopping them from living a fulfilled and happy life, actually. In all honesty, I could do an episode on each, anger and grief. And I could look at the energies and associative effects and offer some suggestions from the soul's perspective but I really don't like hanging in the negatives. So, oh God, for now, I'm going to go into some basic information with illustrative moments to help you kind of navigate the terrain that might be uncomfortable emotions, specifically with anger and grief. Anger and grief, like all emotions, are the expression of your take, on a situation, person, or experience. They can be motivation to propel you forward, to make a change in your life, or they can kind of swallow you whole and you can remain stuck there, holding you back, holding you in a pattern, and, and in a way, an inability to move forward or move on. Anger is A natural human emotion, as you know, but when it starts to feel constant and unrelenting, it can be a symptom of an underlying issue like stress or anxiety or grief. How is that? Anger is a natural response to feeling wronged. And it could be that you're feeling angry about anything really oppression, neglect, abuse, trauma injustice, discrimination, towards yourself, towards another, towards our world. It could be anger towards feeling helpless. It could be an actual ancestral learned behavioral response. And it, like I said, could be unresolved grief that has turned to anger. Grief, those are just to name a few, right? Grief could also be from anything. It could be any type of loss, whether it's a loss of a way of life, whether that's your job, your home, your sense of self. It could be the loss of a loved one, a pet, or a human. Grief could come from tragedy. Any circumstance beyond your control, even social, political, environmental, ideological, any unmet expectations. Only you will be able to tap into and uncover and consider the where and the why of any stored anger or grief within your being. As for myself, when I was in my meditation time and the anger bubbled up and was... (laughs) kind of daring me to confront it. It was only I couldn't get beyond it, right? And I thought, what is this about? And for me, as I tuned in deeper in my meditation time, and you know me, I grabbed my journal and notebook and said, what's going on here and kind of turned it over and over and over. It was anger towards a person. And because it primarily because of the grief and the abuse that they're putting out towards me right now. But as I looked deeper, it was actually triggering an old situation in my life where there was complete anger and um grief and desolation, if you will. I was completely destroyed and this is where this is where the warning comes through. When I was young, um, a toddler, and then into my youth, I, I, I was the victim of sexual abuse. And I have done so much therapy and so much regression work and so much processing and so much turning and looking and soul looking and soul forgiving and you know, my own using my own soul awareness to process it all and understand it and try to come to terms with it or try to understand it if there is there's any gem of understanding there, if there's any morsel to be kind of reconciled, all of that. Anyway, the current situation in my life reminded me of that earlier situation in my life where I was defenseless. And I was not powerful enough to stand up for myself because I was little, right? But it was this current situation that I'm going through where someone is doing it ever so subtly. It's a mental, emotional, like, mm, 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 where I was just like, wow, you know, and I have been trying everything under the sun to deal with this person currently. I've been face-to-face confrontation, compassion, kindness, understanding. Um, They deal with addictions. That's not an excuse, although they'd like to think it is. And it's just time for me. I had to surrender to my own emotional content to realize that it's time, actually, that I need to, to tap into greater resources. I need outside help to deal with this person to get them to stop because it's like a bad dripping faucet. It's consistently annoying. <laughs> it really, really is. I know I'm giggling because it's just like, you know, you sit there in life and you think, gosh, why do I have to go through this? But it's for me, my inter interpretation is lessons learned, moving on, whatever, you know, I won't get into the olds the wise that I think, but point being, The anger was coming up now. It's kind of a second chance for me to deal with someone that's abusive and turn it around and stand up for myself. It's motivation for change. So my anger, as I was processing it out in my own work, um, allowed me, you know, to move through it, to gain awareness and understanding and my own feelings towards my anger helped me to see what my next steps had to be. I am definitely reminded of that saying, love the person, hate the evil deed. (laughs) That's where I am with this. Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm very compassionate to their sufferings. I know their experience um, or some of their experiences that they're spiraling off of, but I can't support the staying stuck in that and spewing anger I just can't and I have tried the ho'oponopono, pono you know that beautiful saying I'm sorry please forgive me I love you and I keep holding this person in that vibration but sometimes you know if you've experienced traumas or abuse you know abuse can be physical mental emotional it can be spiritual and these things are um, they need healing power to get through. And so sometimes it is the power of prayer and sometimes it is sorting it out on your own, but it is also other times where you have to reach outside of yourself and figure out where do I need to go for greater help? You know, and, you know, and trauma is not just the abuse. I'm not just speaking to abuse. I'm also, you know, speaking to um, loss of a loved one or loss of a home. Those are traumas and those can stir in our body anger or also grief, like this incredible grieving process you know do you know the first time I went to record this I recorded like all of these segments all of these segments and I got to the end of all of my segments and I was going to re-listen and title them and I realized my microphone was off the whole time and I was like whoa Wow. Now some might be like, yeah, Constance, you yeah, airhead. Like <laughs> that was what I was thinking was like, wow, you are out of your body now. You're like tuning into spirit and like, what am I supposed to say? And I can't believe you're having me talk about this. And I can't believe my soul's compelled to talk about it. But um let's see, where was I going? Oh, but but that wasn't it at all. I think it was my soul saying, I don't want to talk about this. And so I'm not going to record it. And even though it was beautifully recorded before, I was like, oh man, I have to re record it. And so maybe, you know, I almost chickened out, or maybe that was my way of editing some of the things that I might have been saying on the other recordings. But I find it fascinating. I really don't want you to edit your feelings in your heart and soul. And when it comes to anger and grief, because what happens when we get stuck in anger and grief or when anger and grief um, hold us back, we're not able to get fully into our heart space and feel and be happy and find our joy. We end up on antidepressants and all sorts of things because we're depressing our feelings, right? Remember when I told you that You have to feel your way through your life. Your feelings are your greatest asset. They will guide you to your joy and your truth. They really will. And your heart, your heart is the most important organ, right? Because it feeds all the other organs. It's your center of your being and your center of your truth and your source of knowing in connection to self, the heart. Remember, that's why I say your heart always knows the truth. Put your hands on your heart. Ask yourself, what's the truer, deeper meaning? What do I need here? What do I want here? What's, what's my next step? I hope that makes sense to you. And when you put your hands on your heart, you know, listen, realize that the ego mind throws in filters from our experience, our upbringing, our conditioning, our habits. So when you're putting your hands on your heart and you're really trying to tune into your truth or you're tuning into your truth, say, I really want to be connected to the highest truth within my essence. I want to know my heart's truth. Help me see it clearly. Help me know it. Help me feel it um, so that I might garner the gems and the wisdom. Yeah. Without all those filters of actually (laughs) some of the filters could be grief and anger. Hmm. When I look into people's souls and do what I call a heartlight healing or a channeled soul reading or a Reiki with reading, all of these are on my website. I tend to see layers of information, um, whether they're past life, current life, um, in their energy field, almost ready to manifest, um, these kinds of things. I see pools of grief, sadness, and anger when I um, focus in on liver and lung connections that have kind of, let's call them negative emotions or uncomfortable emotions, if you will. And what spirit shows me is a higher perspective of suggestions for the resolution for the imbalance in the energy field, work that the client needs to do. And over the hundreds of clients in the three decades that I've been doing the work, there's several cases that come to mind, but three in particular, particular because they all three toggle with grief and anger, both as a combined element. It just so happens the three women that I'm thinking of are, Women, the three people. Do you see why I'm flaking out here? It's because I'm talking to Spirit at the same time that I'm talking to you. And I'm like going, Whoa, I can't believe you're having me go here. But I am gonna go here. I knew there was gonna be um a story illustration. So three particular women cases very similar. Sometimes spirit does this to me. I have three people like same story. Here we go again. You know, pay attention. There's a link here. Um each came in because they were unhappy in their life and they were trying to figure out what's the source of unhappiness or how could I get, be happier. But just so happened, all three were in uncomfortable relationships. They were with significant others that brought them down that they couldn't be them, their full self. They didn't feel alive. It was, you know, one was a relationship that it just same old, same old routine. It was, there was the love was gone. It was just like this going through the motions. Um, and anyway, with what happens for me is that spirit will give me, um, this higher perspective of suggestions or, um, you know, res- higher suggestions for resolution or work to do that the client should do. And, you know, it's usually like when we, when I clear the energy, they start anew. And like I've told you before, sometimes it goes in just the telling of what the energy's about, but it's, we're made up of frequency and vibration. So even though it's out of their energy field, when they go back into the dynamic of the relationship, sometimes they then rebuild the energy imbalance by kowtowing or, you know, placating or, putting up with the abuse in the relationship and then the energy gets distorted again and then they come in again and I'm like did you do your work so usually the work that spirit offers in scenarios like this is to stand up for yourself personal power right um and self esteem build your self esteem be in your truth speak your truth stand your ground do it from love but you know but do it from Strength, really. And so sometimes they're suggested uh, from spirit, you know, maybe there's a need for uh, outside therapy. And even though, you know, even though I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, social worker, a therapist, or anything like that, sometimes this spirit work is very therapeutic, you know, because it's about motivation to change and awareness to what the troubles are that sometimes are just beyond the person's grasp or just beyond their vision. So spirit will often recommend various forms of therapy, whether it's a couple's therapy or, you know, retreats or whatnot to go to or attend to. But sometimes um, it's so extreme I remember these three women, like I said, in particular, where it's gone beyond it, right? That The the suggestion is actually like, oh my God, your soul is crying out. You want to be separated. Oh my God, your soul is saying you really want to, you put up with this long enough. You're ready for a divorce. And usually, I mean, people are shocked when I can see that, but it's all over their energy field and it's definitely covering their heart and their um, solar plexus, definitely. So these women in particular, um, I remember, I'm going to say this so sad that all three, uh, went off, felt great off the table, felt, you know, it was very weepy. I was crying. The emotions run high. It's, you know, life changes are not always easy and, but they're often necessary for Pete's sake. So, I remember off they went and a couple came back and one had resolved, like one had figured out, this is it. I'm, you know, the relationship is better. One, um, the one in particular that keeps coming to mind, um, ended up with cancer. She didn't leave. She didn't leave. She put up with it. Um, she was really empowered for a while and tried to become the person she was meant to be or felt she was meant to be or live the way she was meant to be. She seemingly was strong for a while, but then got cancer. And I remember that she had actually passed and I sat there thinking, holy moly, this too is a way out of relationship, you know? And to me, it was just, it's tragic when, when, when these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. When these things happen. Mm. So, for myself, you know, I remember these people (laughs) when my life has emotions that come up that are raw. So, that's why I had to go back and face my own erupting emotion of anger. And I had to see what was there and why it was there and what it was trying to communicate to me or what it was trying to motivate me to do. Always, always, there's lessons in here. I also realized that grief could be its own episode. I could spend a whole episode on that. And I will touch back to it when we get to communicating with our loved ones that have crossed. I just, you know, I know people who can't or don't or won't open their heart to love because they're still grieving the deep wound of loss. And So I just want to remind you when you take the time to look inside your own grief, to really ask yourself, what is it, you know, what is it about what area in my life you could be grieving, you know, loss or experiences or whatever. I don't want to give you any ideas. I just want you to go in and go, what's going on. Um, let me look at that. Like I did with my anger. And then, um, just really turn it over and over and over so that you can uncover the deeper sense and uncover what your grief actually is offering you in the moment. And use every one of your soul's senses. Be open to any impressions, any memories, any Visions or recall, or you know, a, a, an in, like a just repetitive thought or a name. Let your soul guide you to the truth when you are always, always <laughs> looking inside yourself and your experience to find out more. Interestingly enough, I was struggling so much with um, being in that space of anger. And like, why can't I just send out the unconditional love? Why can't I be the Bodhisattva? And <laughs> I giggle because, you know, I grew up Catholic and spirit kept reminding me of a Jesus story. And I was like, what? Okay, I'll listen. What's going on? And it was the time that, you know, Jesus even he got pissed at the temple money changers, right? Like he really got angry. And it was the reminder of, um, you know, and he was love incarnate you know, we're all to be love incarnate. So it's the reminder that anger and grief um, can be beneficial as a force that moves us forward to create changes in our life, or it can keep us stuck. And so just that reminder to notice and consider how anger or grief may be us- usurping your self-esteem, your personal power, who you are, what you came to do, or your ability to give and receive love. Is it are those emotions of anger and grief, are they holding you back or are they propelling you forward? When you look inside and maybe make a list of what's bothering you or you know what makes you angry or what are you angry about or What is your grief about in this lifetime? So if it's stored anger or grief or unresolved anger and grief, it's one thing, but I also offer you or remind you of some techniques to do. If all of the sudden you're struck with it, like immediately, like angry in a situation or um, overwhelmed with grief, in a situation is don't forget awareness, breath, care, ABC. So noticing that your awareness is noticing that you're having an emotional response to a situation or a person or an experience. And then breath taking that calming breath to bring you, just ground you, get in your body, just breathe, remember to breathe and then care. What do I need to do right now? Do I need to respond? Do I need to take action you know, sometimes the care is I need to journal this out and see what I feel about it. How do I feel about it? Or what's it triggering in me? Or, you know, what's this, is this a learned response? Is this something I want to cultivate a change with or what? So initially don't forget those relaxation techniques to just kind of, um, breathe it out of your body. Nice big inhale. You know, calling all the pulling in the energy from the heavens and an exhale, relaxing with each exhale and just um, offering all those emotional kind of sentiments up to the heavens to be transmuted, if you will. But, you know, you might want to just tune into some relaxation techniques, especially because if you're just really embroiled in the anger, like after when I was feeling it in my meditation time, I had to write it out and then I had to breathe it out. That's what worked for me is help, help transmute this. Now I couldn't get to the relaxation technique until I realized what is it that I need to do? There's some kind of a life change. I was being propelled to move forward and it wasn't therapy. I've already done that. It was actually take legal action. (laughs) My dad was there and he's like, you got to take legal action, you know, and I'm like, because I was like, Whoa, you know, what's the what's going on? I've done everything I can." And Dad's like, "No, no, you haven't. You haven't taken legal action. It's time for legal legal recourse." And so I was go to guides, angels, and Dad. Dad shows up. <laughs> so he's right. He's really right. It's time for legal action. And so these, uh, listen, this is something I never would have thought I had to do, but this. Person that's driving me angry to anger right now is not listening to my words or anybody else's. And so I need to go outside myself. And this is not a, you know, a therapy kind of situation. This is a legal recourse. And that brings me to support is sometimes in your own kind of uncovering the anger or the grief, is do you need support outside of yourself? And what kind of support will help? You know, it's, Really important to um, to realize one's I don't want to say limitations, but I think I definitely realize what what my area expertise is, and when I have to open myself up to you know different options to resolve a matter. And don't forget what I said in the beginning. You know, your anger could actually be a symptom of an underlying stress or anxiety or grief. And so as you're pondering and ruminating and considering what's coming up for you with these emotions is, you know, what's at the base, what's at the base of it, get to the bottom of it. So don't forget, your emotions are your greatest asset. They will lead you to your truth in any and every situation. So pay attention. So you can work through the emotion by asking, why is it here? What's coming up for me? Is there a lesson involved? And then how do I move through it? Is the emotion coming up to propel me forward, to make a change in my life? Or is it an outdated kind of bit that's stuck in my field, my energy field and my system and my way of thinking and my way of being that I just need to process through, you know? Is it emotional baggage that's holding me back? And then where do I go from here? How do I move it along to move through it to the other side? So, I just want to reiterate I really feel that um, your liver, where you store anger, since it's so close to the solar plexus, it's on the same kind of line. If you were to go across the body, you know, I think um, anger can really affect self esteem, who you are, what you came to do. And then um, your lungs, because your lungs, are huge, right? The whole chest cavity. Um, they definitely wrap your heart. And so, you know, the grieving, and this is why your heart hurts, right? When you're grieving and going through that, you're, you're literally, your heart aches, it's broken. So just things to consider as you kind of look at what's going on in these two areas of your body. So, do you feel that you have an undercurrent of anger or grief blocking you from your personal power, who you are, your self-esteem, blocking you from your joy and your happiness? Is it because you're in a crappy relationship or in a crappy marriage or in a, you know, crappy I don't know, job. You know, w- Or or are you still grieving a loss of a person, place, or thing? I invite you to take time to look at those two things anger and grief. You can take meditation time and put your hands on your liver and imagine going in and asking and talking to your liver or your lungs. What are you holding? Are you holding any grief? What's happening in there? It might be really um, a beautiful journey of self and exploration. Do you know the person that um, sexually abused me died of lung cancer? And I was like, yeah. Lungs is where we store grief. It made sense to me. Because I wasn't the only person that be abused. But I have forgiven him. Because that's what you do, right? You got to. It's for, forgiveness is for everybody. But I had to work through it and understand it all first. And I had to see the tentacles. I'm going to get more into that when I talk to you about this whole thread of called what's stopping you. Sometimes trauma can stop you from moving forward. Most certainly. And so I invite you to take in time in your meditation to look at what's going on with you if you have anger or if you have grief underlying, and if these things are sabotaging your life force energy and your true self and greater goals or greater prosperity and greater love essence. And then I invite you to maybe journal that. And if you really reach some stumbling blocks, Things that are diminishing your light or your power or keeping you stuck in a vibration that you just can't seem to get out of. I invite you to, instead of tuning inside to yourself in your meditation time, to turn your attention upwards to the higher frequencies, the vibration of your angels or God, and setting your intention of connection to ask God or your angels. Or even your higher self, if you want to just ask your higher self, where can I go for help? Do I need help outside myself? Do I need to confront the person, leave the situation, close that chapter? Is there more than I need to look at before I can release it and move on? What do I need to do for self-care and self-knowing and self-awareness and self-understanding so that I could live the best possible life for me? Because I know God wants me to be joyous and free and at peace and in a space of love, and this is blocking me. This is blocking me from my happiness. And so where, God, or where are my next steps? Who should I go to? What should I do? Please, angels, help. Send the help. Let me be open and aware through my soul awareness as to where you're guiding me and leading me so that I can find resolution and resurrect myself and my true essence and my true being, which is light and love. I'm powerful beyond my knowing. Everyone has their own life experiences to sort and move through, but settling in and living in anger or grief can be debilitating. I encourage you to get help if these are things that you struggle with. And I am sending out strength enlightened love. Loads of love for you on your journey to healing. After my sign off, I am going to give some resources that might be beneficial. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do you know one in four women and one in seven men experience abuse from an intimate partner? If you or someone you know is in an abusive relationship, or if you have questions about abuse, you are not alone. Call 1-800-799-7233 or... You can text start s t a r t to the number 88788 or if you want to chat go to the hotline.org the hotline.org services are free and confidential This is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Also, each state has social services that you can search up online. May you never, ever, ever, ever need this info I've just given you. And if you do, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. And I am holding you up to the light for strength and perseverance so that you might know there is a better way and a better place. And to know that you will get the guidance from heaven and the guidance from your soul to help you know the next steps. Namaste. Namo, namo, I bide to you. As fate would have it, I have been compelled to watch the Netflix short series called Made, and it had to do with violence and domestic abuse that was mental-emotional. And they talk about a website, wannatalkaboutit.com, W-A-N-N-A-T-A-L-K-A-B-O-U-T- i t dot com if you know someone who is struggling or if you yourself are struggling, you are not alone. This site goes into a reach out in regards to sexual violence and relationship abuse, mental health and well-being, and self harm and suicide matters. because I mentioned addiction, I would be remiss if I did not mention. The programs that are out there, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, these type of programs might be beneficial for those of you struggling with addiction or Al-Anon if you partner with someone that is. Because some people feel that anger's real name is grief, I'd like to offer you some options for grief work if this is something that you struggle with. I have a friend and also a woman that I've gone to for my own processing of stored grief. Her name is Diane Morgan. She has a podcast called Give Grief a Chance. She also has a website with the same name that you could go to and peruse to see if it might be right for you to work with her. Again, it's givegriefachance.com. Um, also, I want to say that one of the most supportive things that happened after my father passed was that hospice sent us someone to do grief work or grief counseling to my mom and us uh, daughters that were around her then at that time in support and in our own grieving. And the hospice uh, Person or link was just really helpful in gave us these papers that had you know phases of grief, but also um, things that we might be struggling with or what we need to notice, especially in helping my mother who had been married. You know, they would have been married sixty five years now, so this is a long time to have a spouse and then to lose that spouse. And so, you know, there were things like eating and you know, not being able to sleep and just really getting forgetful, all of these things, you know, that can come with having your heart and mind and soul consumed by an emotion such as grief. So I just wanted to offer these, um, you know, this, this awareness that there's, there are resources out there. So what I would recommend um, is to you know, with everything and manifesting and everything, set your intention, take your quiet time, close your eyes, put your hands on your heart, whatever, make the connection to your highest truth, source, higher power angels, help guide me to the right resource for me in regards to healing through this um, experience that is weighing heavy on my, myself, you know? And so offering up that little prayer to find the right, um, mode or therapy or book or, you know, podcast or website or whatnot. It just is great to do. I've, I've done it myself with great results. And if by chance you are carrying grief, I am so sorry. I've been there. I know what that's like. I will hold you up in prayer. Um, you know, so basically that you, even though you live with it, that you don't live from it. You know, there's a difference I I learned in my own process because, you know, it can be debilitating otherwise. So bless you. Bless you. I will include in print this information that I've just resourced. I will put that in my podcast write-ups. I always add those kind of um, things in my end notes there. Thanks. So those are just a few of the resources that are out there, as you know. As you know, I always suggest to people, um, you know, let your soul awareness guide you. So just ask spirit to help you find the right therapist or resource or article or whatnot or book and, and just, you know, notice any pulls or um, anything that catches your eye or you know, any of that, that the ways that spirit gets messages to us using our soul awareness and our inner knowing and our, um, internal navigation system, if you will, to guide you, use that to guide you to what might be your next steps. Also inspired thought, pay attention to that or feel, you know, feeling or thinking thoughts that come in that drop in out of nowhere. Um, you know, maybe that's your soul saying, I just know I need to do this, I need to go try this avenue. Or even though sometimes I know in my own therapy, when I've gone through a layer and I'm like, all right, this is all the further this person can help me with this, you know, for my own healing journey, um, and the fallout of some of it, you know, I've gone to EMDR people and right now I'm going to a neurofeedback person, which is Amazing! It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend it. Look in, look into it. Um, some people do psychedelics when they're working through liver, lung, anger, grief, kind of stuff. Um, it's not my thing, but you know, in a in the right setting, maybe it's someone else's thing. So, or maybe it's your thing. So, you know, do your research, um, search your soul, find out what's right for you as you take these next steps of. Self awareness and self help and self understanding. So, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me on this journey that I had no idea we were gonna go into no idea I was ready to go to the heart and here we are with anger and grief but that too is part of life and I really encourage you to use your soul awareness to explore it deeper so that you can find resolution and healing yeah and I hope you don't know anybody that needs this episode But in case you do, I encourage you or invite you to share a link to it to them and maybe ask them to subscribe if you think it's right for them, if they can benefit from the enhancement of um, what it means to learn about your soul awareness and a greater perspective on approaching life and sorting through this experience that we all share. Thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. It's been an honor to share with you. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.